Today is Friday, July 1st, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm Sammy Sage, and this episode is brought to you by Best Fiends. Best Fiends is a free-to-download mobile puzzle game with thousands of exciting levels for new adventures and challenges every time you play. Yesterday, Justice Ketanji Brown-Jackson was officially sworn in as the first black woman to sit on the Supreme Court, which is the only positive news we'll be hearing from SCOTUS today, since yesterday they released the final two decisions of their term. The first will limit the power of the Environmental Protection Agency to regulate greenhouse emissions, also known as protecting the environment. The court voted 6-3 that the Clean Air Act does not grant the EPA the authority to adopt their own regulatory scheme to cap carbon emissions in order to combat global warming. Well, I guess if we all have to breathe in air that's laden with car exhaust, at least there is some comfort in knowing that Clarence Thomas does too. The Supreme Court's final ruling of the term was in favor of the Biden administration, granting them the authority to reverse the Trump era remain in Mexico policy that requires asylum seekers to, as you would expect, remain in Mexico while their cases are reviewed by U.S. courts. The court also said yesterday that they plan to rule next term on potential changes to the way federal elections are run, which doesn't sound alarming at all. The case they're looking at will potentially give state legislatures the sole authority to set the rules for elections, even if they violate state constitutions and result in extreme partisan gerrymandering. If I didn't know better, I would say it sounds like the Supreme Court is no longer interested in securing a legitimate legacy, given that they have now personally ensured that the planet won't be around that much longer. A judge in Kentucky has temporarily blocked their state's near-total ban on abortion, And a judge in Florida said that he plans to temporarily stop a 15-week ban in his state, likely early next week. In both cases, these legal disputes involve trigger laws, which are abortion bans that were created specifically to take effect when Roe was overturned. And while this will enable more people to get access to the procedure immediately, this approach is kind of like plugging a hole in the Titanic with your finger. For example, in Louisiana, their abortion ban was temporarily blocked by a court. But the attorney general there is still warning doctors against performing abortions anyway. The whole situation really has the energy of going to take your driver's test and just hoping that the proctor is in a good mood. Trump's top White House lawyer, and a guy who I imagine has seen some shit, Pat Cipollone has been subpoenaed by the January 6th committee. Cipollone was heavily featured in Cassidy Hutchinson's testimony earlier this week for his clear awareness of the numerous crimes that were being committed and his attempts to stop them. Specifically, Hutchinson said that he told her if Trump went to the Capitol on the 6th, they would, quote, be charged with every crime imaginable. Cipollone has so far been resistant to sitting down with the committee again since his first interview in April, which is why they issued the subpoena. Speaking of our favorite committee, yesterday, Representative Liz Cheney gave a speech to Republican leaders at the Rhino Mothership, the Ronald Reagan Congressional Library, of course, where she said that Trump is a domestic threat that we have never faced before and that he is aided by Republican leaders and elected officials who made themselves willing hostages to this dangerous and irrational man. She also said that Republicans cannot be both loyal to Trump and to the Constitution. These are direct quotes. I don't know. It sounds like it might be serious. 
In a surprisingly related story, New Zealand has officially declared the American Proud Boys, along with another international white supremacist organization called The Base, to be terrorist organizations. In practice, that means that funding, supporting, or organizing with these white supremacist groups will be a criminal offense in New Zealand. Law enforcement there supported the designation, given that these groups have been responsible for some, quote, key unlawful events overseas. Wait, is this fucking play about us? And finally for this week, Bill Gates is officially the largest farmland owner in the country. After closing a controversial purchase of $13.5 million worth of land in North Dakota, Locals claim that the land went for well below market price and prevented state residents from bidding on it, whom I'm sure would have had no problem outbidding Bill Gates. Personally, I'm curious what Bill Gates thinks he needs all of this land for, if not a really big troll farm. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner, Best Fiends. There are dozens of unique fiends to collect, and with offline play, you will never be stranded without fun, even if you lose your internet connection. And now that you've caught up with the news, you have earned your fun time. Go to the App Store or Google Play to download Best Fiends for free. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Plus, earn even more with $5 worth of in-game rewards when you reach level 5. And one last quick thing before I go, if you're a fan of this show and appreciate the purposefully tilted viewpoint expressed here, Please help support us by leaving a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and even a review if you're feeling generous. Your ratings and sharing with your friends are what helps the show keep growing. Until Tuesday, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.